is this movie like totally bitching or just like totally lame? Jamie? Yeah. Let's go scarf and barf real quick. And then we'll like go watch Valley Girl. Greetings there, podcast listeners, and welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. And welcome that their voice on the other end there is my my co-podcasting uh, partner. It's a lot of... Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. <laughs> DP McCambridge. Yes. <laughs> and I, on the other half of the co-podcasting partnership, is uh, Jamie, is our M, Jamie Lorello. Yeah, I think the proper English is I R Jamie Lorello. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Jamie, have you ever unironically talked like a valley girl? Yes. What? I think I have. Really? Yeah, unironically? Yeah. Oh. Um I didn't know. Like I feel no, like this No, I don't think so. We missed no, no. this phase, right? Did we miss it because we were on the East Coast, or did we miss it because it was too early for us? I think it was a little bit of Mm -hmm. both, but I think it did get even worse come into the 90s. I don't know. Would we call that Valley Girl then? Yeah, but it was a West Coast thing. It really was more of a... Yeah. You're just saying that we get things like 10 years after the West Coast? (laughs) No. No, not even that. But no. Um... No, I'm See, I feel like this is 80s clueless. You know, yes, like those people in clueless were mm-hmm. modern day valley girls, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't talk like these girls are supposed to. And like you said earlier before we started recording, there wasn't enough valley mm-hmm. girl lingo in this movie. I thought it was just going to be saturated with the. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it wasn't those that they saturated you with. It was a lot of the bitchin', bitchin', right. bitchin'. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, um, I guess, well, well, a lot of boob, P.S. There was oh, a lot of, like, That was shocking random, to me. <laughs> right? But, and, and what a poor misconception for, like, like, like dudes in the 80s that, that related to Nick Cage or mm-hmm. thought, you know, well, hey, that's what you got to do. You just show up at parties and... Girls just go in the bathroom and take their tops off. It's just what happens. It's how you get action. And you don't have to do much, but maybe rub their shoulder a little but bit. But the other thing and is that this reminded me a little bit of Clueless, but also of American Pie, too. And I remember mm. seeing American Pie and going, why is there so much gratuitous nudity in this movie targeted toward, like, 14, 15-year-old kids? Well. Anyway. Oh, before we start, well, so- can I can I say just a couple things about your new favorite movie buckaroo bonsai (laughs) we could talk about that movie again tonight if we wanted first of all i could any twitter response facebook (laughs) face-to-face interaction i had with people you are on the right side of this argument it's the greatest movie ever made thank you listeners (laughs) i agree there's also a great tidbit at the end when they're walking through that abandoned aqueduct oh yeah yeah apparently they didn't have the music to it 
So they pumped in oh. Billy Joel's Uptown Girl. Oh, and that's what they're walking? That's <laughs> And you can find it on YouTube with Billy Joel's song, and they're just bebopping, and it goes beat for beat. That it's wonderful. That makes me love this movie even more. Oh. And also, this oh. apparently happened between the time that we recorded and released it, hmm. is that Mr. Kevin Smith, okay. he is developing, making... Casting, I'm not sure where it is in the process. It's okay, <laughs> a Buckaroo Bonsai TV show. What he is apparently a huge fan, as he should be. Yeah, and he's doing a this. TV show. Mm-hmm. Ah, like I mean, I would assume it'll be like maybe like a Netflix, sure, thing or... sure. But I would, I would watch it, I would indulge. What I... adventures we could see Buckaroo do while he goes through space and time. One can only hope that Goldblum is in it. One can only hope. Or I can only hope. How could he not be? Apartment- How could you do this and not at least give him Reach a Reach out, right, right. That's right. Well, apartments.com. Maybe that's the only gig he'll do. You have to go onto that website <laughs> to contact Goldblum. <laughs> All right. So we should, uh, we should just go. Let's we go to the just- valley. Let's go there. Let's cross over the 405. Let's... 1983, directed by Martha Coolidge. Yeah, I like a little lady director. Mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. You got she's a little background very, on her? She, well, she's a very successful director. She still works. She does a lot of TV. She did some weeds. Oh, she, fabulous. She's got a great sense mm-hmm, of... Mm-hmm. Some CSI... <laughs> not CSI. What's the law... <laughs> I was going to say... What's the law what's and the order? What's the law and order show? I think she did some Law and Orders and other stuff. She mainly does TV now, but she started with film, so. And was this one of her earlier ones? I think her second, Mm. maybe third movie. Okay. She also did The Real Genius. Oh, so she she did that as well. Mm -hmm. Look at that. All right. So she's got a good um, resume. Yes. Oh, yeah. the, uh, I I did put down a fun tidbit about the budget. Uh, mm. The budget was six hundred thousand mm. dollars, and nearly half of that money was just for the music rights. Uh, well, there was there was some some titular songs mm-hmm. in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a very cheap movie to make. Oh, I'd say so. And it made over seventeen million dollars. All those boobies. All those people wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> All those people wanted to see Dottie from Pee Wee's Big Adventure That's what I was like, topless. <laughs> so if you've ever wanted to see that creepos and perverts out there, this is your movie. Watch this Valley is the movie Girl. to do that in. Yeah. So everybody knows that this is a very young, very green Nick Cage. hasn't hadn't done a whole lot of movies before this. hadn't gotten a whole lot of dental work done yet. I don't. I. D- 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 the female lead, Deborah Foreman, I, I guess I really didn't look her up. She, I don't know what else she did beyond this. And they, they, she to me was the biggest oops about this. She movie. was a huge oops with this movie yeah. because she yeah. was very bland. Yeah, and you just didn't believe her for what she I know. was? Like, in a movie called, oh, and also Like. I think we should credit the Valley Girl movement for giving us Like. Like? The way we use it now. Instead of just saying, um, or odd <laughs> to waste time, everybody says Like now. So, that's it. Thanks, Valley Girls. That's all. You're yeah. welcome. 
they say. But for a movie called Valley Girl, the titular Valley Girl was yeah, the yeah. worst part of the movie. I agree. I agree. Our lead, our our, our titular character was, was the biggest bummer. Yeah. I, I guess she was better than her cohorts in as far as... Wait, you mean her friends? Yes. Yes. Her three brunette friends and her... I mean, yeah. her friends weren't great human beings, but right, they right. were entertaining. Fair and they enough. were valley girls. It almost felt like she wasn't one of them. Yeah, she didn't... She's very, um, oh my God, what's the girl's name in Greece? She seemed a lot like her, very timid and... Yeah, but not with the same kind of charisma and, I don't know, like, she is the lead, she's Valley Girl, and we want to believe that Nick Cage fell for Valley Girl, and I have to tell you, she wears that pirate shirt at the party when they meet, she looks like a 35-year-old mom. She looks like a fashionable grandma. Yeah! Like... Sorry, 35, I'm, you know, she just didn't look like the 17-year-old hottie valley girl that she's supposed to be, no, right? No, no. Even her mom, without her glasses, looked cuter than she did. Like, the valley girl. Yeah. I, I loved the parents, by the I way. I loved the parents. I loved valley girls. Like, I could have watched valley girl. I don't even know her character's name. I do. I have it written down It's somewhere. Julie. Julie Richmond. Get it? She's rich. Oh. I guess she's rich. Her parents didn't seem that rich. They own a natural health food store. Her dad's shirts were amazing. Yes. I was like, why is he wearing a shirt called Foods for Health? And it was in this that's, weird script. Because like, that's what is going business. on? I that's didn't the know. store that he runs. But we didn't know that at the beginning. Yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, that is the strangest yeah, shirt I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Uh, did you, in my notes, I have uh, Sonny Bono at one point written. Because yeah, he yeah. looked like Sonny Bono. Okay. Very all right, much. We're, we're hopping all around. We do this from time to time. I know. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, our movie opens at a mall, which makes total sense. Because we're shopping. And we we're introduced shopping. to the Valley Girl, Julie, and her friends. Mm-hmm. And so Julie is dating the coolest guy in school question mark certainly doesn't seem (laughs) likable like the cool real cool guy is that guy that's like mr all awesome right like i don't know who are you talking about he's mr popular or are you just talking about in general oh okay okay yeah i'm talking about generalities i'm not talking about the dude in this movie what was his name no tommy tommy he's got the bod but the brains are bad news that's what she says yeah I uh, <laughs> it's so boring dating him. I do love how that's how she breaks up with him. Uh, she's like, yeah, she's just kind of over him. It's just you're so boring. I'm like that is the meanest thing to say to someone. But look at him; he looks pretty boring. He does. Yeah, he kind of looks like the monster from Rocky Horror Picture. Like ah. he's got a bad hair. Well, he looks like every villain in an '80s. He's the blonde guy. He's the jock, I guess. Yeah, he's kind of a I... little bit DB, a little douchey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, yeah. He's, he's, you wonder the whole time, because her friends through this whole movie. He like, seems think... mentally disabled. Yes, he seems disabled. <laughs> I <laughs> Isn't it a disability? <laughs> if you're not smart? <laughs> No, I guess it's not. <laughs> Unless he's a learning disability. You think that's what the problem is? <laughs> I think he's a jerk. 
I think he's a jerk. I don't think there's a disability there. I think there's a lack of ability. Okay. Like, there's no ability for him to be nice or cool. But she says and, his brains are oh, that is problematic, well, be- I guess. <laughs> problematic. Oh, my God. Is this how we're dissecting this movie? Yep. Mm-hmm. This bitchin' awesome rad movie. Well, um, it doesn't matter that she broke up with him because suddenly we're at the beach. I mean, it's right. we are introduced to her friends in one locale and suddenly her friends are in a different Well, it's locale. kind of fun because you're getting to see, like, I, I can appreciate this, that, that this is how you hung out. You went to the mall. Even as a girl, they were a bit uh, obnoxious about it. But they sat at the food court and they talked about all the cute boys in the food mm-hmm. court. You know, that's kind of what you did. And then you go to the beach with your girlfriends and you're in California. You're in Southern California sitting on the beach. And so you're eyeballing all the dudes, right? That's that's kind of what you do. And they see the hunkiest of dude. <laughs> it is Nick Cage. He, did you notice how he emerges from the water because he's kind of stumble running? Like he can't get his feet under himself. It looks like that should have been cut. Like you need to reshoot that. He does not look like he knows how to run. It's charming. It's charming. Right? And his chest hair. The, the big triangle is shaved into his chest. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I was watching it. My husband was like, he was kind of like eyeballing it in the background. He was like, holy triangle chest hair. <laughs> I hadn't paid attention to that yet. I was taking notes on all the, whoa, beach scene did it. And I was like, oh, it was so, I didn't even take but a minute to look up and go, whoa. It's so perfectly manicured. Oh it's upsetting to look at. Because it's all I saw. I was like... I totally agree. I didn't pay attention to any other beach dialogue or anything. Because I was like, why did they do it just like that? Like, I don't imagine him to be... uh, I just... The perfect triangle. But then later on, the shirt he He had to have been shirtless in Leaving Las Vegas, right? At some point in that movie. Like, I almost went online and just typed in shirtless Nick Cage just because I wanted to see maybe that's the way it works with him. You think that his, his no, no, body no. hair grows No, no, I don't think so. I just wanted to be reassured that that was not <laughs> his natural chest hair look. No, I think, I think especially for this character who had as much style. <clears throat> um, and I think borrowed some outfits for some of our break-in. Um, right? Right? Something yeah, he was friended. But he, he was a stylish sort of dude. Ryan. Yes. R- R- What's Nick Cage's? R- Randy. Randy. Mm-hmm. Randy. We had another movie with a Randy, right? It's such not, I mean, I guess. And it's, it's not a good name. No. Like, just use his name. Call him Nick. Like, <laughs> that is a cool yeah. name. Yeah. That's a tough guy name. Randy is not. No, no. Neither is Tommy. Like it's... <laughs> but Randy like, and Tommy are who she's like left if with. Tom and Nick are fighting over you, that's kind of cool. I get it. I agree. I agree. But when Randy and Tommy are going <laughs> I have a picture of a triangle on my notes, by the way, to let me know what his Chester look like. So um, at the beach, Randy's friend, who we are kind of He's more a, kind of a goofball. Mm-hmm. You talk about yeah. mental problems. That guy's got some. So they overhear the girls talking about a bitchin' party. Is it awesome bitchin'? Let's yeah. call it a bitchin' rad party. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And they literally give the address out, just yell it out when they're in line for snow cones or whatever. Yeah. So they get this address mm-hmm. and they are just going to crash this party. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're introduced to Julie's parents. Oh, I love them so. And this is where she's wearing a bunch of doilies that are just sewn together. The to mom is? Shirt. No, no, no. <laughs> Julie. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, the mom's wearing this a, like, is her a big pirate shirt. Yes, this is the big. Yes, this is, and the food for her, everyone's got great fashion in this mm-hmm. next scene. Mm-hmm. Yes, Julie goes to the party getting dressed in her pirate shirt. Um, the dad, this is where when where we see his foods for health shirt. Yep, yep. And the mom is wearing like a muumu with like avocado print on it. It's very yeah. The mom looks, later on in the movie she shows up again. I'm like, is that the same woman? Yeah, you keep she wondering. Looks very young and very attractive, and this woman in the muumu did not look <laughs> like this person. No, she keeps switching off between. Her, her look. I think it's it's obviously the same actress the whole time. Right. Sometimes she wears glasses and is a little more laid back dressed, I guess. And sometimes mm-hmm. she's a little more put mm-hmm. together. I love it when the dad says to her friend, if I were 20 years younger, that's his first line of this movie. <laughs> so I didn't know if he was supposed to be a total creepo, but no, he's not. He's just no, he just cool holds on. Dad. Yeah. And he like, he later shows her the picture when he was a little... A uh, hippy dippy Woodstock guy, right? Uh-huh. So he, I think he really holds on to his youth, you know, a little bit. That, that it was a, a creepy thing. Jamie, kind of can I tell you, um, when we watched summer school, uh-huh. that showed me what kind of teacher I want to be. This showed, this showed me what kind of dad I want to be. You want to own a health food store? <laughs> I want. You this do. guy was so cool. No, he really was cool. Like, he by really the time was. he's smoking a joint in the bathroom, oh, that was I was the like, best. this guy's amazing. It was so funny because he gets overwhelmed because she's going to the prom. <laughs> right? yes. And so he's got to do something about it. So he smokes himself out in the bathroom. It's so funny. They show the the towel going under the door. And I'm like, what's happening? I wasn't right. sure. If it, not that I thought that hurt. But I was like, what twisted? But no, it was dad. Mm-hmm. It was dad yeah. getting his bake on. Yep. Good for him. And he's very sweet to her. They have nice little heart to hearts where he's very honest. You would be that kind of dad. And now we're introduced to, I guess, parents that are the exact opposite. Like, they're the cool parents who throw this party for their child. I didn't understand. That was the weirdest thing. So we know there's a party happening. And when they are planning the party, talking about the party at the beach, I'm assuming it's your typical, you know, teenage party where the parents are out of town. Right. But no, these parents have ordered sushi. For the party or making it, and they're well, did you notice this drinks? family dynamic? Because no, is this... that the stepmom? Okay. I didn't yes. understand it. Here's the thing, because I did figure this out just by piecing together bits of dialogue. Apparently, this is that girl's stepmom, okay. and her dad must have died, and so oh, then she tragic. got together with this other dude. So neither of these two people are technically her parents. Mm, it's mm-hmm, like her stepmom mm-hmm. and the guy that she's seeing. Mm. So that makes some of the dysfunction a little more, I don't want to say appropriate, but it doesn't seem as weird. If that, maybe, uh, anyway, we'll get into okay. the yeah. graduate whole, part of this it was movie. A, the, yes, the, yes. But then with the weird twist, because don't they, doesn't oh. she, mm. oh, mm-hmm. we have to get there. We have to get there. Why am, why am I afraid to ruin a movie I know that, that was made like 38 years ago? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, that the dynamic with that friend really, I didn't get it. I did not. Right. But right. I'm glad you that layout sort of helped me. So would you? Now you're saying you would the kind of dad you want. to I be. would never be this. Kind okay. Of dad. Okay. Yeah, no. No. Mm-hmm. That is a that is jail time waiting to happen. Like that is you cannot provide this much alcohol to minors. No. Or this many minors. This party is amazing first of all it's it is amazing but at the same time it's very i mean she's not the only one in the pirate shirt (laughs) (laughs) there's a bunch of other girls with similar shirts and outfits on it just and and it's obviously because it's the it's all white people right and so they're all kind of I so guess. many, so many pastel polo shirts with the collars flipped up. Very it is, many. <laughs> the yeah. outfits in this party are the, the outfits. best outfits in this movie. Yes, I and think. the dancing, and then the dancing mm-hmm. too. There was some. Da- I guess measured is is a good kind of word for that. Well, and I kept I kept commenting or listening, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like one. I don't want to say hit song, but it's one recognizable song mm-hmm. after another throughout the duration of this party, like. I understand how half the budget was spent on music. They wanted to make sure to keep it going. Keep it going. Good soundtrack, Valley Girl. Good thumbs up you. on that yeah. one for uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. VG. Oh, this is a, one of our first shots of boob here as oh, at this oh, party. Oh, sorry. I, I no, almost you're skipped fine. this part. <laughs> wow. And this is, a, this is an important part of the movie. Well, it's sort of a twist. It's a twist here. It's mm-hmm. when we find out one layer of how just gross that Tommy guy is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how just not a good guy he is. And we find out how slutty. Um, what's her name in the movie? Uh, the friend? Lauren? Oh, yeah, Lauren. But yes. she's really from Pee Wee. She's Pee Wee Herman's She's Dottie. She's yeah. Dottie from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Right. But she, they go in a weird room. With she an also does cartoon room. voices. Yeah, like she, she does. She does Rugrats have a decent stuff. little thing. She's yeah. got a good voice. Good cartoon yeah, voice. Good mm-hmm. cartoon voice. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't know she was. Well, so yeah. So she is one of. Uh, she's a close friend. Mm-hmm. And part of the big group, and she sleeps with Tommy. Wait, I right? um, did they sleep with each other, or did they just feel her boobs? I. I don't know. I thought so, because didn't after, because then she wakes up, and or she wakes up. She looks over at him, and she's buttoning up, and she's like, uh, so does this mean we're going to, like, go steady or be together? And oh. he's like, that's when oh he, like, threatens God. her. Okay. I, yeah. He's really a jerk. He's not yeah. a nice guy. I, I do like, his line is great. When they're making out, and he goes, I've always thought about you. And she goes, you have? And he goes, yep, I thought about you all day. <laughs> <laughs> all day today yeah that's right but you're right yeah i guess they do have sex in i don't know whatever it's somebody's room somebody's room yeah 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 and and then he does he threatens her he's mm-hmm. like if you tell anybody about this you know you're the bad friend right yeah. you're the mm-hmm. bad friend and he makes her feel bad and she realizes that he's kind of a creep but not really what well, doesn't like, that she, she realizes she just... it then but then later on, she tries to get those two back together well, again. Well, that's the weird. That's the weird other twist is that. So she knows now he's got another ultra like jerky layer to him, right? right. And mm-hmm. but there's the whole movie. They want her. They they think that they should be together. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll but talk she about does that later. give a little glances I, here and there when Tommy comes around or right. comes up. You can tell she's right. supposed to feel awkward around mm-hmm. him. But anyway, so yeah. 
She sleeps with Tommy. The party's still going on. Um, still going on. Still, quote unquote, raging. Really a rager. Really a rager. <laughs> with sushi and all. And who comes to the party? And but who's Nick Cage's friend? What's his name? Do you know? Um, I don't know. But I don't know. But Nick Cage and his friend show up wearing matching outfits, like of. red and black. Red and black. Yeah. yeah. So they don't. Everybody else is in pastels, and they're in red and black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't fit in. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Nick Cage, in his red and black, quote-unquote, punk outfit, has a little American flag lapel pin. <laughs> oh, I didn't It's notice. only at the party, but you see Really? It. Yes. Like the ones that became very popular after 9-11 and yeah, now yeah. everybody wears on the news. He's got a little one. How patriotic. Oh, yeah. It it's an odd decision. Like, shouldn't it be like an anarchy symbol or something like that? Well, Not I do an like American they... flag. So uh, later on at this party, and we'll get to it, when he abduct like, not abducts her, but he makes her come with right, him and they go right. for a night out. Mm-hmm. He is like the mayor of Hollywood. Like, he drives around the, like, Hollywood Boulevard and is like, hey, Scotty, what's up? What's up? Like, it's he's talking so to everybody. Funny. He's waving. He's, like, waving to store owners and everything. Like, he is the shit. So maybe, oh, yeah. again, maybe he um, maybe he ran for office a small, like, <laughs> councilman or something. He's running for office? <laughs> student council at his local high school? No, I don't Hollywood think it, high. It's, that's beyond Randy. That's beyond Randy. He's really in touch with his community. That's right. Hollywood high. Yeah. So this is where Randy and Julie meet. And it's yes. love at first Well, time. no, no, no. They saw each other at the beach first. That was the oh, first sure. time. Mm-hmm. But now this is where they see it's like, oh, there's that guy the from beach. across the and room. He, he's not happy about being at the party at first. He didn't want to go. No. Lame valley party. He didn't want to go mm-hmm. out to the valley. Look, why are we here? And the right. friend is like, we're here because we're having fun and I have, a, I have a lazy eye and we're going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so... Nick Cage and Julie are hitting it off. Right. Tommy is having none of this and goes over with his preppy friends. Mind you, this is after he's had sex with her best friend. Just, just came downstairs. Yes. <laughs> and he punches Nick Cage out. Yeah. Like he punches him, knocks him to the ground. Yeah. And then his preppy cronies throw he... And his friend out. Mm-hmm. The end of that, so everyone assumes, because then Nick Cage and his buddy get in the car and drive away. They do for a moment. When Nick Cage goes up to her, does mm-hmm. he call her truly dazzling? I don't know. I have that written down oh. as if it was a line. I say, Julie, quote unquote, truly dazzling. Did Which, you, were you talking about her outfit? <laughs> was that just your commentary on her doily shirt? I her like doily pirate shirt? That is not how I felt. And so someone told her that. And I'd like to think <laughs> it was Nick Cage. But maybe I should have taken clearer I'm notes. I'm sure it was. He is quite the charmer. I mean, compared to Tommy, I, in my mind, there's no contest here. <laughs> yeah. If I were Julie, I know the decision that I'm going to make. I guess. You wouldn't you wouldn't question it and hug your creepy clown doll late at night and wonder oh who God, that with. doll was terrifying. Why? And why are you 17 years old and holding your clown doll trying to figure out which boy you want to, I don't know, 
make it to the end of senior year with? I don't know. What was even the big deal about who to choose? Anyway. And I was waiting. I didn't know how many, like, Nick Cage, like, classic Cage freakouts we'd have in this movie. Oh, yeah. Because he was so young. Right. But we do get this one when he makes his friend stop the car. Oh, when he turns the car around. Oh, my God. It's so great. Because he just gets out and just screams. (laughs) Just screams. And he's screaming things like, nobody tells me who I'm going to score with. I was into that girl. She was into me. We're going back. He, he, he does. It. He drives the car. His friend's like, this is my mom's car, dude. Yeah. And he's just like, we're going. And it's first, it's more of just like, yeah, kind of like a, like a, you can't tell me no. Yeah. You know, he like that rebel. the car. That he's rebel so angry. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy is unhinged. But then yeah, I realized, yeah. well, oh, this is just Nick Cage riffing. Like, this is just. True. Yeah. They're, yeah. I like now, so they decide to go back to the party. And I guess since he can't just go into the front door, he's got to sneak in. So he sneaks in through a bathroom window. And then for a good, like, 15 minutes, I don't know if it's actually Mm -hmm. that long, but for a little chunk of time It's a long time. I was surprised. He's just sitting in the shower watching people come in and out of the bathroom. I think he's trying to figure out what to do or how to... Right. It's a shower with a glass door. Yeah, yeah. And, and clearly he goes in there and closes the door and you can just see this Nick Cage silhouette. <laughs> and he pulls like a little towel over, <laughs> but he kind of sits down in the bathtub. And I was like, you know what? Who, Who's going to notice? But I, I didn't think he was trying to work out the rest of his plan. I thought his plan was... I'm going to stay in here until Julie has to pee. That's insane. There was like Mm -hmm. 50 plus people at this party. You're going to hang out in the bathroom until the chick that you like comes in the room? I don't think it's a bad plan. What else do you do? I mean, I guess the only other thing is to wait outside until she leaves. But, no, that makes more sense. That's an easier plan. But you don't get to see a little Coke party. You (laughs) get... No, and you don't get to see more boob for free, right? Doesn't he see? Right. Again, some dude just, he's with this chick in the restroom, in the bathroom, or whatever. And the restroom. Yeah, he, he, restroom, <laughs> it's the restroom. Right. He sees some shenanigans go down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like when people are just talking, and he's standing in the shower, like pointing his hands like it's a gun, and just pretending to Oh, yeah, them. yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's so annoyed by them. It's some good Nick Cage I don't know if it's ad-libbing here or whatever, but yeah, I, I well, kind of yeah. enjoyed that part because I did kind of like seeing the different people and they came in and some girls were like Valley Girls and other people oh. were smoking pot and doing coke at the same time. Did you hear the advice from the girls? So the girls that come in, the Valley Girls. Um, oh, our only character of color in oh, this yes. movie, I believe. Yes. Or only non-white character. Except for the Hispanic guy who wants to murder Nick Cage later. That was very random. So the girls' advice when they're in there. So, yeah, there's a random pot, coke part. Just drugs Mm -hmm. all happen at one time with the same group of people. They just all walk in. They're like, bring out all your drugs. Let's do them now. It's a regular basketball diaries moment. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the girls' advice is... It's like shaking hands with your best friend, only really fast. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Good advice. Yeah. Sound advice. Um, so, yeah. As all these people sort of rotate through, eventually, I guess his plan works. 
and um, Julie Again, does not come a bad in. Plan. She's not even a little bit freaked out, is she? That he's in the bathroom? No, no. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, she doesn't walk straight over to the toilet. Right. No. I mean, she thankfully, doesn't... she goes to the mirror to do her makeup or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. he kind of sneaks up behind her, but she's not freaked out at all. No. 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 No, she's she thinks it's sort of adorable. And it, but it is a nice moment between the two of them, because she's he's like, "Let's go." And she's like, "Where do we go?" I don't oh care. yeah, yeah. What do we do? I don't care. He like, just wants to be with her. It's adorable. It yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they sneak out through the bathroom window again. No, <laughs> she makes him meet. He goes back out. Oh, through the oh window. okay, yes, all right. And then he's like, "Meet me outside," and she drags her one friend. Right, exactly. Because ladies. As good advice as shaking hands with your best friend is. Yeah. Another good tip is if a dude yeah. surprises you in the bathroom, what you say is what she says, I have to bring my best friend with yeah. me. Yeah. Good advice. Smart. You don't see that in these movies. Like, you don't see wise decisions no, yeah, by girls true. in these movies a and, lot. And it was I did very like nice. That. Her friend totally doesn't want to go. And mm-hmm. the whole time, it's like, I wish you'd do this. I don't want to Especially do this. Especially when she sees guys. Nick Cage's friend. Yeah. Oh, well, again. <laughs> She's like, oh, that guy with the lazy eye. <laughs> I'm going to have to hang with him. What about when he chases her around the car? And they're weird. He's alone, right? Yep. Okay, so they get their, they, I guess essentially they get their date on. She leaves the party and she goes with Nick Cage and, and his his friend. And again, they drive through, um, they drive from the valley to Hollywood. They drive down Hollywood Boulevard, basically. It is weird because it's just them pointing and signs and then yes. pointing at something else and signs. <laughs> It's the weirdest Hollywood tour ever. Well, and again, he's like, he knows everybody he's on the street. Everybody street knows him. Right. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. just like, this is where I'm from. This is my, what I do. He owns this town. Yes. Yes. They go to a club then. Uh, oh, fun fact. Please. Uh, I don't know how fun it is. You know what club that is? Hmm? The club that River Phoenix died right outside of. Aww. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so. That's a great. That's Look it. at you. You're filled with little fun facts. Well, that might movie. be the last one, everybody. All right. Take it and, <laughs> take it and put it in. All right. Um, well, so they go and they see, uh, you know, they, they, they're they watching a band play and they're just in, they're in the L.A. kind of club party rocker scene, right? Yeah. The band is called the Plimsolls. Uh, mm. There are a few bands that are in this movie. And I do like how they argue about the music. You know, your friends, like all that other crap music. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this music is really close to the crap they were listening to at the party. Like, it is a synthesizer away from being the exact same song. This is true. This is true. But I I love how they're all screaming their lines over the music. (laughs) All of them are yelling. I think I just like to watch Nick Cage yell. Well, he is a fun yeller. He is. <laughs> he was, for all in, intents and purposes, um, mm-hmm. he was really fun. In he was this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was not the downside of the valley. No, was, we already talked about the weak link of yeah, this movie. We know. We know. It's, <laughs> it's no our secret. Star. It's no secret, right? But I just, I just don't get it. Like he and his friend, I guess they're. I don't know. Are they like punks? Because shouldn't it be like? You could get, this is the early 80s, like, you could get punk 
bands about to play at this place. Like you could get, I don't know, the Misfits or or Bad Religion or Minor Threat or something like that. And it's just, yeah. I don't know. Like the music all seems so radio friendly. But that's I guess. what I think the whole thing was sort of dipped in a in, in a. Well, that's why even his character was edgy, but not too, too edgy. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, not at all. So um, he was edgy enough to not be the valley guy in the, in the you know, mm-hmm. in the pastels, mm-hmm. but he wasn't so, you know. And, no, you're and, right. Uh, so I, I think that's where the music stuff comes right. in. But I do like to have conversations, like you said, about uh, their music being more real and their lifestyle right. being more mm-hmm. real. Like, look, yes. this is how people live and you don't – because even when they go to sit down, the friend wipes off her seat at the club with a napkin. She puts that like a little yeah. napkin. I, I enjoyed so, that friend. You, I yeah, thought she was kind of They were all – well, the one with the weird parents, the whole dyna- the whole thing that goes down there with that right. delivery girl. Like what was that side? Oh, part? yeah. What at was the that? Party, at the party, the girl yes. who is throwing the party, mm-hmm. her boyfriend shows up. Is and it her, her boyfriend her or is it a boy she likes? I don't know. Well, whatever. The bo- I don't her know. boy I think it's her boyfriend because she introduces him to her stepmom. Oh, yeah. But then her that's stepmom weird. is all over this guy. Yes. Like Her stepmom at the – outset starts hitting on this dude. Yes, yes. Very creepy. But anyway. Boots and a probes. So you're right. So they they go out and then they Julie and Nick Cage are making out in the car. Yeah. While her friend is being chased around the car by Nick Cage's lazy-eyed friend. Yes, yes. But it's, it's, again, I, I really thought for as much as Julie was the weak part of this movie... I thought she and Nick Cage kind of made a nice couple. Like, when they were together, I enjoyed it. Like, the montage, which hasn't happened yet, it seemed very genuine. No, well, the the, the two of them, and maybe that's why she was one of the reasons she was cast. They had a cute chemistry together. Like, at the club, when they're talking about um, there's the TV valley in the real world where they live in Hollywood, and they're connecting, and then that song comes on, the Million Miles Away song that comes on again later after he's had sex in the bathroom with his ex-girlfriend of some kind, right? I love how the there's a band at this bar, and I guess they just have one song that they play? No, this was in a rotation of songs, but yeah, they, they, they play this hit. It's a hit, maybe, if there's a lot. And when they connect over this song, even now, you're like, oh, look at them together and you know they're making out hot and heavy in the back seat and you're like yeah look at them together and he's just he becomes he's he's very likable as a little like i don't know i think it's nick i do think it's nick cage that carries it even though together they like you said they're sort of likable and charming it's because of him he's extremely charming in this movie like you oh. see why he became a star and kind of nobody else did Mm-hmm. I mean, he's head and shoulders above everyone else doing anything in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we talk about how um, we do cut back to her parents who are worried about her being out so late? Oh, yes. And her, and her mom goes, her mom or her dad, I forget. I think her dad's worried. And her mom goes, don't worry. She'll be fine. Remember that night we were at the cemetery? That's it. End of scene. <laughs> Our imaginations can run wild with whatever that cemetery evening was that those two had. <laughs> and when she comes home, they're upset with her. But it's her parents say something like. Because she stays out all night. Yeah, oh, him. she's out all night. Right? But she comes home and they say, we're all right with whatever you do. 
as long as it doesn't hurt you or anyone else. What amazing advice. Well, and I like when she's like, why can't you just punish me? And they're like, because it's bad karma. (laughs) They're hippies. They're such hippie parents. When she's telling Nick Cage, because again, it is, I guess it is really sweet. Nick Cage is like, so what do your parents do? And she's like, "Uh, it's not cool at all. They own a health food store. And he's like, that's cool. And she's like, well, it's not like a pizza hut or anything. So uh, the next scene might be my favorite scene of the movie is when they're in driver's ed class. And they're talking and the driver's ed guy drives, out, jumps out of the car. Yep, jumps out of a moving car because uh-huh. they can't stop talking about the party, the boys, this guy she met from Hollywood. and Is this yeah. when she talks about him being tripendicular? I don't know. That's another thing I quoted and wrote down, and that is not my own thoughts. I was not thinking this sure? scene is tripendicular. She once calls Tommy a pukazoid, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> so anyway, the instructor at one point loses his mind because these girls can't shut up about boys. Why they're all in the car, I don't understand. I know for her driving test, they all pile in the car. And she literally keeps looking behind. Yeah, she can't handle He, he can't jumps handle. out of a moving vehicle <laughs> and then tells her she failed. And I was like, wait, was that a driving test? That's what I think it was. <laughs> was she so crazy? <laughs> so at this point, we're introduced to our second plot line, which is the girl's mom who threw the party, her stepmom. Mm-hmm. has mm. groceries delivered by her stepdaughter's boyfriend. boyfriend. First, we should note, too, that she's mm-hmm. in, like, of course, this posh, beautiful California home with a pool and a sure. view, and she's laying out, enjoying, and yes, he comes to deliver the groceries. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird side thing, because it's like, nothing ever happens. He comes... Well, oh, no, nothing right? ever happens in this scene. Right, 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 Yes. He delivers groceries. She makes references from the movie The Graduate, which he doesn't get. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. I thought was really funny. I was like, uh-huh. this is really highbrow, like, uh-huh. for this movie. And he just leaves. But yeah, he- she's so into him. I, I wondered, did he get it? Or did he not understand... Any of the innuendo, any of her advances throughout this entire movie. Oh, I think he got some of them. I think okay. we were meant to think he wasn't ballsy enough to act upon. Oh, okay. That. That's right. how I looked at it. Because I didn't think you could not get it. But maybe we were meant to think that he was so naive that he didn't. Okay. All right. But I took it that he got it and just didn't um, didn't see it through. For whatever reason, maybe he was more committed to the, you know, maybe he too realized the wrong in it. Okay. All right. You know. Stand-up guy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm giving the guy some credit. All right? I'm giving the random, I don't even know his name, the random grocery delivery boyfriend dude some credit. (laughs) What a guy. Didn't bang his girlfriend's stepmom. Right. Not at all. No. But later creeps into their house and sleeps with whoever in the shower. Well, we'll get there. So we're introduced to her parents' store, which isn't a store. It's a restaurant. Which yes. Which I thought was very strange. Well. I was like, this is not a store. This is clearly a restaurant. But they serve things. It's pretty funny because it was a kind of ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Because now in L.A., that's half the the stores or the restaurants you see are some sort of health food. You want some wheatgrass with that. And 
you know, it's a fresh almond paste sauce and yeah. It's a shame. They're too early to the party. They did not benefit from this health. Well, craze. I think they benefited. They've been they benefited. I think okay. he even says something to her at one point, like about or he's talking to remember he like has a conversation with the one dude at the I guess it's the the bar of the restaurant, you know. Let's, let's get to that scene because I love it. Okay, okay. First of all, Nick Cage comes in and his hair is really weird. Um, but he comes in and talks to Julie mm. and she introduces him to her to her dad and then mm-hmm. they just leave. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of like, yeah, I'm working, but you know what? My parents own the place. I can just go. Yeah. 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 So this is the weirdest part of this movie. And I actually went back and I watched it twice because I didn't know if I saw what I thought I saw here. So her dad starts talking to this guy at the counter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then his wife walks over and starts to talk to him. This guy at the counter slides his drink over, slides his plate of food <laughs> over, moves over to a different seat for no reason at all, and then continues to talk. It's almost like he missed his mark and then realized it halfway through the scene. It is it was like, so weird. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. I want you to watch it again because there's no reason. Because I was like, oh, maybe her mom's going to sit in that seat. And Nope, not at all. He, he just, just wants, He just moves one over. <laughs> I did not notice that, but I will. Yeah, then he I says something like, do you want me to talk to your daughter for you? End oh yeah, scene. that That's was the it. weird. Don't. Yeah, they're trying to figure out because they are funny. The the parents, her parents, are just their little antics, their conversations together, their chemistry, very very funny. And when they get a little bit like, well, he she left with the boy. The who's this boy? Should we find out more about? Yeah, this random customer is like, do you want me to talk to her? What? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Um, this is the part where we do get the montage. This is our montage to a great song, a little uh, cure. A little, right? No, it's modern English. Modern, modern English. Sorry, yeah, sorry. That's all right. Uh, uh, I think we get the whole song now, I think we and do. we get the whole song during the closing credits as well. Oh yes, <laughs> they bought this. They're going to use it. Yeah, yeah. But it resembles. It's their love. That's what they. Uh, yeah, the montage is good. They're at the. Uh, they're back at the of, mall. They're back at the mall. They're they're eating. They're drinking. It's kind of funny. They're feeding each other. They're, they're going to a other. bunch of mm-hmm. LA hot spots. They mm-hmm. go to Windchills. They yeah. go. They watch the movie. I think twice they come out of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Maybe they saw it back to back. I yeah. don't know. Wink, wink, everybody. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. walk out of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> they're making out a lot. There's a lot of making out that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I think they have matching leather jackets on at one point, right? Do I did not notice that, but it wouldn't surprise me. All right. So there's there's a lovely little montage where, look, mm-hmm. they're falling in love. Look oh, at yeah. what a great time they're having, right? Yeah. Um, we don't know how long this takes. We don't know the time period at all, but it's... Could be days. Think about mm-hmm. it. Like you said, teenage relationships, you feel like in the, you know, you hang out a couple of good weekends and you're like, That's this right. is forever. Mm-hmm. This is forever. Yeah. Um, uh, this next scene, right? Is this the sleepover scene? Oh my god, yes. Because <laughs> so and every Again. scene, I'm like, this is my favorite scene. This might be my favorite scene. <laughs> because I was like, listen, we haven't seen boobs or anything in a while. Yeah, we're having too much good, clean fun here. <laughs> right, right. What's in here for the guys? Suddenly, a bunch of girls in underpants. And just underwear, just dancing around, <laughs> eating chips. And then I love it. So they're talking, you know, like girl talking. The one they're pretty filthy for girls in the mm-hmm. way that they talk. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 
for some reason they go in. Now, they're at the girl's house who's got the stepmom and the weird, right, relationship I with family. Yes. Because based they on in, the lingerie they find, yes. Yes. So they go into her bath bedroom, which is weird, mm-hmm. and they start all trying on her stepmom's lingerie. It's so great. Because they're not trying it on. They're just putting, they're putting it, it over, over top of what they're wearing so... and looking in a mirror. I don't know. I Again. love how when they're eating and they're talking about binging and purging, one girl, I never heard this term before, but Aww. I love it, calls it a scarf and barf. <laughs> I thought it was great. I was like, oh my God, all I ever heard was binge and purge, but scarf and barf. Scarf and barf it makes it sound a little more fun. Like, uh, yeah. like hey, next weekend's 5K scarf and barf. <laughs> Wait, is that how running works? I think I thought. <laughs> I really want to know now how a 5K scarf <laughs> Like you eat as you go. Yeah, and, and then you vomit the because you're running and you you can't eat that much Love while it. you run. Yeah, it's a scarf it. and barf. All right, let's try and get one of these started. All right, I'll wear a medal saying that I ran in one. I'm excited. I'll train now. I'll start training We've now. created them. We didn't just run in them. Yeah, Our I guess faces should be founders. on the medal. The founders, yeah. That's right. You're correct. It's good. It's good. You could be scarf, I'll be barf. I have to put our faces over one or other words, you right? Know? For design purposes, you're the designer. Well, right. You know what I mean. <laughs> right. At this party, like we, there is a, a real small scene earlier mm. where Tommy tries to get her friends to go against her or against Nick Cage because he's like, "Listen, she broke up with me. Oh, I don't yeah. really care." But this guy, she spent a lot of time with him. Yeah, he kind of gets in their head. How long before she dumps you and everything? Yeah, so he kind of gets into because he's a jerk. Yeah. So at this party, jerk. her friends kind of make it clear that they're not crazy about Nick Cage. But really, the only reason they can give is because he's different. And here's where they're shitty friends, right? This is where they, it's just shitty. Like he's he's Tommy, the ex boyfriend, is just clearly. An a-hole, right? He's not a nice guy. He's not a good person. He's not a good guy, right? And then her friends, one of them even knows what a slime ball because he slept with her and been threatened by, or slept with him and been threatened by him. Her friends aren't cool enough to back her up. Now, even though they don't get along or don't see, don't have the same taste maybe as this Randy guy, Nick Cage, they can't just be happy for their friend that she's so happy. No, and it's kind of a shame, too, and, and yeah. kind of weird because she ends up really listening to her friends. Well, she's very torn. She's very she's influenced very torn. by them. She goes and she has a... She's, of course, but that's a teenage girl. You're very influenced by what your friends think and how they think. And, again, she, even, she has a little heart-to-heart with her dad. And which is a very sweet heart to heart where she's like, I just really don't know. And he's like, what do you want to do? Well, I, I like how this starts. I didn't write it down. So I'll have to do this from memory. Okay. But she says, I don't know. Randy's different. And his response is like he was in an accident and things don't work the way they're supposed to. And she even laughs, and then she's like, no, Dad, come on, I'm serious. <laughs> it's a great response. It is. 
It's accurate. But yeah, but then yeah. he shows her an old picture of him as a hippie. And, and he's like, know, what's like, wrong with different, right? right? He doesn't, he doesn't, he, you could see that he's really on Randy's side, but he wants his daughter to make the decision of course. for herself. And he's totally fine with whatever decision she makes, and that's made very clear. And she just wants to know, she wants somebody to tell her who to pick. So she lays in bed with that creepy damn clown doll. And that she hopes so that it will tell. Doesn't it have like a porcelain face too? Yeah. Like you need not sleep with that doll. It goes on a shelf and then it haunts your dreams at night when it's on your shelf. But I like why? I don't know. What is she? 17? 18? She's 18. No, they're at their junior prom though. At the oh. end it says junior prom. Right. Which makes, is even more because That none makes of them... sense because it's an upsettingly lame prom. <laughs> Well, and they all look, I don't know, she looked older than a junior to me. Uh, well, these are clearly, this is following the pattern of 90210, yeah, which yeah. is having 20-year-olds, 20-somethings play teenagers. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, just give her a teddy bear or give her nothing. Yeah. You get the point. Right. She's having a hard time making a decision. But <laughs> one hard time making it. We get it. One thing that we did forget to mention is the delivery boy oh, goes back. Scandalous scene. Yes. And it is a good scene because you're right. They really do kind of make you as a viewer wonder what's happening because he rides his bike up to the house. Mm-hmm. He kind of turns around like, no, I'm not going to go through with it. Turns back, mm-hmm. goes into the house, approaches a figure in the shower. Mm-hmm. And then they're having sex, mm-hmm. and it's the girl. It's not the mom. Not the mom. But the mom then walks in on them, which is yes, pretty good. Which like, is, yeah. It's all just. It's all just weird. It's all just very a, randy. I guess it's very randy. Did you say? <laughs> yes. So randy. See, that's what you wanted to hear more of, right? Like a oh, randy. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> After the first scene, the Valley Girl bit is just dropped. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they they come on strong, uh-huh. and they drop it after a while. And they are good Valley Girls, Tommy, Randy. Like they could have worked it. At this point, everything goes very quickly because she has decided yeah. to break it off with Randy and to continue dating Tommy. Well, the friends really clinch it. They all right. go to lunch and mm-hmm. when she's, she tries to tell them at lunch, she's all kind of sad and really thinking yep. about things at lunch and she's like, guys, I just, the thing is I really, right? She's trying to tell them that she would at first rather choose um, Nick Cage essentially, even though that they don't get, she wishes they could find, see why and then they're like, no. They're like, no, no, we're not going to ever accept him. No, I, I never thought that she was going that direction. I thought this was her meeting with her friends to say, I'm going to get back together with Tommy. But I think she was trying to be honest with them at first right. and be like, but I, I, I do I do care for my other, mm-hmm. you know, she was trying to be honest because they're her friends. And they once she gave any inkling of, but I get it, Tommy's probably they're like, yes, just take Tommy right, back. Right, right, right. And then you realize it was a whole setup. You know right? what? And I feel really bad. For Julie here, because her the friend that set this up is the friend yeah. that went with her on, on that double date? date after the party. And I kind of thought, around the time that Nick Cage's creepy friend was chasing her around the car, mm-hmm. she was kind of Having a good time, yeah. yeah. But no, she gives Tommy, like, the high sign, and, and then Tommy just shows up. Oh, I just happened to be here. Yeah, with a bracelet that he mm-hmm. bought her, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
But then he's even gross then. So, like, she takes him back, and then he's like, can I have your burger? Can I eat your fries? <laughs> there and is even so much like, Tommy trying to kiss her and her trying to get away from him from now till the end of the movie. Yeah, this is true. It's this is true. It's kind of upsetting. Yeah, Tommy doesn't take a clue very easily. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. She has to break up with Randy, and she does. Well, because he's coming in to, like, just kind of take her out or tell her. No, he wanted to tell her he loved her, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what he came to the door to do. And she's just like, not. Ha- I can't see you. It just right. kind of freaks out on him a mm-hmm. little bit, right? And then Very. he freaks out. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a nice little, like, whatever, fuck you. Like, no, he really says, great. he goes, Fuck off for sure. Like, yes. totally. Totally for sure, fuck off. They know it's over. He leaves, right? Mm-hmm. She's sad? I don't Pissed. know, because now we just follow him as mm. he spirals into a deep cage depression. To a drunken, broken-hearted. Mm-hmm. He's literally drinking out of a bottle in a mm-hmm. bag. Like you said, he goes back into that club and has sex with some strange woman. Who we've never seen. She says something to him like she's seen. I feel like they've dated or slept together or know right, each other right. somehow. Mm-hmm. She's not just a random. No, 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 no. But no. we didn't meet her any earlier in the, no. Yeah, and they have sex in a gross bathroom. Like, whatever yeah. bathroom is in that bar is disgusting. It's disgusting, yes. And they have sex in it, Yeah. True. And he comes back in, out of the bathroom, buttoning his shirt and kind mm-hmm. of all... And then, and then the song comes song. on. Yeah, the song comes on. <laughs> and it sends him spiraling again. And then his lazy-eyed friend comes and helps him, talks some sense into him, tries to talk sense into him. I think he does. He Nick helps Cage him. Just got Nick Cage some... is hammered. He's like, yeah. just murder me. <laughs> He's just vomiting now. Doesn't he just start vomiting? It's like alcohol poisoning. He's like, I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know, because you drank two <laughs> bottles and just had sex in the most gross bathroom ever i don't know and your your heart is broken sure that's what the problem is you have a broken heart go leave me alone he tells him go on leave me alone but it's okay because that's all the nick cage we get for a while because now it's time for the prom oh yeah that's (laughs) so julie's going to the prom with tommy he comes to pick her up Mm mm-hmm in a limo. And, what about when the dad looks out at the limo and he's like, oh, this guy pulls out all the stops. His, his, like, so, her, Tommy is wearing like a dumb and dumber pink tuxedo. Yeah. It's really terrible. He's just not a cool guy. Not, he's a jerk. I did enjoy how her parents have a gigantic, like, Andy Warhol, Liz Taylor print Oh, yeah, I saw wall. that. Yeah, yeah. Because they're hippies. Yeah, so her dad's all freaked out or... Nervous, I guess. Not sure why, I guess. Yeah. So he smokes a joint in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and then comes out and starts taking pictures with the lens cap still (laughs) on the camera, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's getting the camera ready, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. While the mom's like, Where are you? Where are you? And (laughs) he's like, I'm trying to find the the camera. camera. (laughs) Yeah. So then the kids speed off and the mom's like, do you have any of that for me? So I yeah, assume yeah, they yeah. just get stoned. They just go. That's what they do. Again, they're cool parents. Yeah, and I they, enjoyed yeah. them as characters <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> oh, Josie Cotton is the uh, woman playing their prom and singing the song, Johnny, Are You Queer? <laughs> at the prom. At the junior prom. Your prom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we go out to the prom, 
Hold on, sorry. I just uh, checked my notes. Did I skip the scene where his friend has a plan or whatever? Or... Well, it's yes. Go that's ahead. Because where... I didn't write that down for whatever reason. Well, I it's totally a quick. It. I think it's more than. I think it's supposed to go on for more than a scene, but it's a. <laughs> it's he has a plan. And the plan is basically for Nick Cage to just stalk her. Because you're right. Nick Cage just starts stalking her. He's sleeping outside of her house. Yeah, outside he, of her bedroom window. He dedicates a song to her mm, on the radio. On the radio. Uh-huh. Man, how did I he's, not write this down? He show up at, like, places that she's... Oh, yeah. He's dressed in weird, like, the, he, she goes on dates, oh, right? Oh, my God. And how he's... did I not write this down? This, <laughs> this was great. The second montage in this movie, and it is a really great one. Yeah, he's tearing tickets at yeah. a... Movie theater. At a movie theater. And it With is the funny 3D glasses on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the girl's like, oh, is this movie in 3D? No, no, no. The guy, Tommy yeah. says that, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not. But your face Faces. is. Yeah. And he dumps food on him in the car. He's serving them food in the car. He, like, spits a French fry at him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's doing a lot of stuff, yeah. But each time he like takes a minute, and he's in some kind of costume so that mm-hmm. Tommy and everybody else can't recognize him. But he he like will look her yeah. right dead in the Tommy's eye and be like, kind "It's of an me." Idiot. Wow. <laughs> so it's. Yeah. But you're right, and she loves it. Like she's laughing. Yeah. At oh, she's all eating of it these. up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I I totally forgot about that. No, yes. you're fine. I I looked down. But and I then like, yeah. but none then of this right. is working, and his friend says. I have a great plan for the prom. <laughs> and the plan is to basically just walk into the prom. Like, that's it. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. he even says to his friend, he's like, okay, we're here. We're yeah, backstage. What's now? He's like, well, this kind of was the plan. Like, yeah. What? Like, I don't know. We'll let the rest kind of figure itself out. <laughs> right. And they do. They do. Right? Mm-hmm. So there is, mm-hmm. there's, there's a party at the prom. Johnny, are you queer boy song? Uh-huh. Um, I love how there's no cups for the punch. Yeah, there's a big punch debacle because Be- they're spiking the punch. They're spiking the punch, but there and aren't Susie, any cups. Susie, well, the girl who is now having sex all the time with her mm-hmm. delivery boy boyfriend, was supposed mm-hmm. to bring cups Who's to in, the who prom. Leaves, yeah, who leaves a teenager in charge of bringing cups? Who? Well, and a slutty teenager. How, at that. how are students responsible for bringing this stuff? To the prom. Well, she was late, and so were the cups. But the punch is properly spiked now, right? Yep. Um, and then uh, it's a party. It's a great party. And well, they're about to announce prom king prom. and queen. Yeah. The teacher gives a I was going to say, the speech. announcer for the teacher, yeah, for the prom king. <laughs> she's kind of sad just, and crazy, right? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> It go- I didn't pay attention to her speech because there's so much going on backstage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Tommy and Julie kind of fighting. Yeah. And then Nick Cage's Yeah, again, he's going friend. in for those smooches. She keeps denying him. Because they're having – now, a real scuffle happens behind mm-hmm. the curtain. And she has no idea it's happening. No pays idea. Pays no attention. They are fighting just <laughs> to the left of her now behind a curtain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Tommy and Julie are are about to accept their crowns as king yeah. and queen. Yeah. But Nick Cage starts punching Tommy. They're having a fist fight. And the fist fight eventually spills out onto stage. Mm-hmm. And the band, I loved how the band just was like, oh, I guess nobody's problem king and queen. Let's just start playing another song because mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. 
And it turns into a food fight. Yeah. Well, they crash into food, right? Is that what happens? Mm, uh, They kind of fight on the stage and then off the stage. And Tommy tries to make up with Julie, but she hits him in the face with a bowl of guacamole. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bowl of guacamole. (laughs) It literally is a bowl of guacamole, I think. It's green. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then, yeah, then there's just a food fight at the prom. That's what it busts out in. That's how it just ends, where the... Well, no, it it doesn't. Well, no, you're right. That's how the prom ends, though. Because we have our second reference to the movie The Graduate, and I thought it was pretty good, because Nick Cage and Julie run out of this prom. Mm -hmm. They get in the back of Tommy's limo, Mm -hmm. and the limo driver just takes off. Like, he can't tell the difference between this punk kid and the guy in the Well, that's the weird thing, yeah. Tommy clearly is the one that paid for the limo, right? Right, right. But the driver drives off with Randy and... And and he's like, so we're, uh, so, sir, we're going to go to this motel or hotel Mm -hmm. or wherever he got a room Mm -hmm. and they just kind of nod and then they sit in the back in uncomfortable silence like at the end of the graduate when he pulls the girl out of the wedding and they get in the back of the bus and they just sit there and just kind of realize what they did Mm -hmm. (laughs) it wasn't Mm -hmm. great and that's how the movie ends Mm -hmm. and no because she takes a set of keys out I don't know whose keys they are and throws them out the window of this car like it meant something did you get that or understand that i thought it was the bracelet that she took off oh was it i didn't think it was keys i thought it was it the bracelet like that keys. he got it did, did have a jingle makes, it did have a jingle that to makes it. so much more sense yeah. <laughs> okay. unless she was like i don't need to go home buy house keys <laughs> no i think it was the bracelet i was like she just threw her. the hotel keys out the window <laughs> they can't even get in the this room this is now. silly now what are they doing what is wow okay Boy, that makes so much more sense. Better, okay. right? Better? Yeah. yeah. And the end. I mean, the end. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like me to talk about my thoughts on this movie first? Yeah. You... Okay. You can go. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie way more mm-hmm. than I thought I would. Oh, you did? Uh, I, I did. Was it all the boob? Well... Well, you had to think about it, so that had something to do with it. No, I thought it was very sweet, and I thought that Nick Cage was really great, and I thought that in the, you know, in all the 80s teen movies, and, and we haven't done a lot of those. Like, I thought that's what, I thought that's what, like, when 80s movie podcasts, like, I was like, oh, we're going to do all these Pretty in Pinks and stuff like that. And we haven't done a lot of that. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice okay. little story. I thought that everybody in it, aside from Julie, was kind of good and it was kind of cute and I enjoyed the parents and Nick Cage was really funny and yeah I I could watch this again okay yeah okay I, so yeah. thumbs up uh-huh yeah right. for me I like that what about Excellent. you good I uh, watching it through an ending and I I thought it was okay I didn't love it I enjoyed watching Nick Cage um but I didn't like it for watching it now 
Right. I okay. feel like had I watched it maybe as a teenager or watched it definitely when it was more time in the 80s, mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed it more. This was one of those that I feel like in its time period was mm-hmm. probably even more enjoyable. Watching it now, I was a little bored. I didn't like her as much. I did really enjoy Nick Cage, but at the same time, I, to- I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, this is the worst. I just didn't love it. I give it like a mid thumb like it's not a thumbs down but it's not a thumbs up it's like a meh it's a sideways thumb yeah okay. yeah that's All what right. i gave it yeah that's i think I if you like these kind of movies because i feel like it's a movie that said that was like oh let's borrow from like i said greece and yeah yeah the graduate but then it also like i saw so much and i hate american pie i think it's the dumbest not the dumbest movie but it's terrible mm-hmm. but like american pie like in that movie like Sean William Scott, for whatever reason, like, hooks up with his friend's mom. And I'm like, clearly, whoever made that movie was like, they, they saw this movie. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. Said, and they let's made do that. that. Let's put that in here. And let's have girls take their tops off for no reason other than the fact that, I don't know, it's kind of real. Like, not real, real. No, I know. Because it's mean. not, it's... but it tries to be genuine and also make fun of. Teenagers what it is. and people yeah, that talk like should. that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. What What would you recommend then? My recommendation is um, the guy who played Tommy went on to have a very good career. He's in a lot of Tarantino's movies. Yes, I saw that. Um, yes. And he was in a movie in 2008 called Dead Girl. Mm. And this is going, the description of this is going to make me sound like some weird psycho pervert. But let's just get past that. Okay, okay. In this movie, two teenagers skip school one day to go um, hang out in an abandoned asylum. Ah. A place that's been abandoned for like 20, 30 years. Okay. And they find a girl strapped to a table who's alive. Oh. Instead of setting her free, they kind of just keep coming back to have sex with her. Like, while she's tied up, it sounds really creepy, but they also sort of form a relationship with her. They have these bullies who are after them, and maybe she helps them with that problem. It's an interesting movie. Is he? While it it starts out super creepy. Yeah, he's like one of their dads or something like that. Oh. But I could have recommended any Nick Cage movie I could have recommended all those other movies that I talked about, but I, I don't know if this, you've seen this movie, but it's good. So okay, yeah, and recommend. Okay, well, I like it. Okay, different. Yeah, different. So, what about you? Well, I stayed a little more mainstream than that. One of my favorite Nick Cage movies is Moonstruck. <clears throat> That's where my fan. great um, <clears throat> Nick Cage impersonation comes in. Oh, mind. oh, please! I I've been waiting for I know, this. I know. And I, I'm kind of sad you said uh, it's an impression because I was hoping that I would think Nick Cage suddenly <laughs> just showed up. Well, here we go. Let's see if you think. <laughs> I lost my hand. I lost my bride. Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his wife. Was that good? Nick like... Cage just showed up to our <laughs> podcast. That's crazy. How did he get here? Johnny must have just. Bring me the knife. What? A little more guttural. Jamie, did you, oh, oh, I was going to say, did Jamie go to the bathroom? And oh, I know. I know. <laughs> just weren't here for that. It was just like he, like, ran in and he was, like, baking bread in the oven or something. But no. 
Knows me. That's great. <laughs> Crazy good, right? Crazy Maybe good. at some point. Oh, is that a 90s movie? I think it is a cusp of 90s. Oh, okay. I do have a great good Cher impersonation, too. But oh, um, only if please. we do Mask. I think that's her biggest 80s movie. And it oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> think about it. Just think about it. Who was the dad in that, or the boyfriend? Was it Sam Elliott? Was he Cher's boyfriend oh, in yeah, Mask? yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, my God. How have we not gotten any Sam Elliott yet? We have a long... We can go on forever. Like, whenever <laughs> I... Like, Barrett's like, have you guys done... Is this on your... I'm like, no. No, because there's so many. We could do I this get, for the next I, decade. I know. And I feel bad, because I do get... Like, from Twitter and stuff like that, people mm-hmm. are like, you should do this movie. You should do this. Back when it are you going to do this? And I'm like, holy shit. I just, like, there's so much. There's so much to there get There really into. is. And I do feel it's crazy to me then when I realize how many we've missed. Mm-hmm. Like, in oh. my lifetime that I, like, Valley Girl. I mean, this was a little, because like, this was 83, so I guess, I mean, I was just a little kid at this right, time. Right, mm-hmm. So I'm not going to watch it, you know, sexy. That's what I mean is, that's why I think I I would have liked it more if I was a teenager in the 80s because I would have obviously connected to it on a different level, you know, or even a cool teenager. Maybe that's why I didn't connect to it because as a teenager, (laughs) I was kind of dopey. I had a mustache. I was on the speech and debate team. I wasn't cool at all. So none of this happened even remotely to me Wait, in the 80s. Wait, you were the speech and debate team? Dude, I was president of the speech and debate team what? my senior year. What is that? My school didn't have one of those. I'm sure they did. They were your forensics team. You probably just didn't know about them. No, my school didn't have anything. They, We didn't even have like a tennis team. Well, you just biked recently in the neighborhood that you grew up in, right? Isn't that what you did recently? Well, it wasn't the neighborhood I grew up in. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Sure. Well, well, we've gotten off topic. Yeah. But But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about our next movie. Yes. Because you and I have been to... Wait, we haven't been to. We've metaphorically gone to an all-girls camp. Yeah. We've gone to a space camp, mm-hmm. but let's go to a co-ed camp. Mm-hmm. That's not the name of the movie. It's not called co-ed camp. Mm-hmm. That sounds that sounds like there'd be a lot of boobs in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a boob-filled adventure <laughs> right. called co-ed summer camp. We're going to go to sleepaway camp, mm. which also sounds like a lot of topless women. Yeah, I feel like there might be some nudity. Yeah. Um, it is a slasher movie. Oh, boy. A teen slasher movie that I I think I first saw it on. Remember Gilbert Gottfried used to host uh, USA's Up All Night? Yeah. You remember that? I think it was a movie that made the rounds on that mm. because it is full of cheesy, stupid, gruesome horror scenes, death scenes, and bad acting. Oh, my gosh. But it is a classic did I agree to Bad this? Bad horror movie. I don't know. Does, <laughs> does it matter that you agreed to it? We're going to do it. All right. But anyway, we're doing it because school's over. We just had the prom where mm-hmm. there were no cups. Right. The cups were getting by, gotten, not gotten. They were forgotten. and the But the punch was spiked. They brought the cups. The though, punch eventually. was definitely spiked, right. though. So anyway, we're going to go to sleepaway camp. Uh, brief stop in Horror Town in the middle of summer. So a uh, nice little rest. It makes sense. It's camp time. It's time to pack up our bags and go to camp. So that will be in two weeks. Looking forward to it. So tune in then. 
and have a great time. And kids that already went to prom, I hope you had a great prom, and I hope the punch was spiked. <laughs> I hope there were cups so you could drink it. I do. I hope there was a food fight. I hope there was a fist fight. I hope all the stuff that happened in Valley Girl happened at your prom. Because <laughs> if it didn't, you had a lame prom. <laughs> all right, Fair everybody. Enough. See you in two weeks. Have a bitching day, everybody. Moving forward, using all my breath. Making love to you was never second best. All the world rushing all around your face Never really knowing it was always mesh and lace I'll stop the world and melt with you You've seen the difference and it's getting better all the time There's nothing you and I won't do I'll stop the world and melt with you. Dream of better lives, the kind which never hates. Trapped in a state of imaginary grace. Oh, bitchin', is this in 3D? No, but your face is.